Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to Retired at 27, Episode 1, Sink or Swim. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is Retired at 27, (laughs) Episode 1, Sink or Swim. And wow, before we start this voyage, I just want to lay a little a couple ground rules at the very least. Number one, this is going to be messy. I'm not a structured person. I never have been. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a rebel. <laughs> you can ask my swimming lessons teacher when I was a kid. You can ask my mom about swimming lessons for that matter. Number two, I'm not a perfect human being. Uh, shock, surprise, none of us are. But not a hum- perfect human being. Hated by a few. Loved by many. But I feel like if you don't have a little of polarization by just being yourself, then you're probably not taking life by the horns. You're probably not running at it full speed. You can treat everybody with love. You can make mistakes. You can apologize. You can figure it out and be better and do better. But it's true. Just some people aren't for you. And in fact, if you are being authentic to yourself, then not everyone will like you. Not everyone should like you, dude. You know, if you're you and you're just doing your thing and and doing what you know in your heart, there's going to be some people who don't follow that, who don't vibe with that. And that's absolutely okay. Number three, for those of you who know me, you like, you know, I like to document my life. I like to document my thoughts and things I go through. And I've done podcasts before and I was excited about them. And, And I had, you know, all the hopes in the world for them helping some people and um, I think some of them did but this one is going to be much more reflective and I'm going to try and put some value in here so that not only are you being given that value but I'm also being reminded of it (laughs) if that makes sense so those are the three ground rules maybe we'll add more as we go maybe we'll keep it simple my uh my motto in life for the last two weeks (laughs) has been that old adage keep it stupid simple or keep it simple stupid depends how if you like to roast yourself I do sometimes depends on my mood but that's neither here nor there guys the first episode is called sink or swim because man that's kind of that's kind of been my life you know I have a tattoo on my left hand on my, hopefully I get this right, ring finger on my left hand, there's an anchor. And I got it in part as tribute to my grandpa. I do have an aquatic sleeve in the planning phase for a lot of reasons. We'll get into that some episode, but I have it on my finger. I refuse to sink because sometimes we need to be reminded that there are things in life that are going to come at us. Curveballs are going to happen and we got to do our best to be equipped. But most of the time it can rattle us a little bit. And you got to just decide, like, I refuse to sink. Like, no, I'm going to swim back up to that surface and, and, and bob up and, and get myself back to shore, you know, and I've been there so many times in life, guys. It's not even funny to, to try and think back and quantify them all or or even you know qualify them all there's been so many times in my life where I felt like what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing and and where you go next and what are you what are you supposed to be doing right now and why do you feel so out of place 
And I think there's a lot of, there's actually a lot of beauty to that question. Why do you feel so out of place? Because the truth is none of us have this specific place to fit in. We were born to stand out, right? I do believe that we have a path, you know, that we're supposed to align with and that has been set out for us. But I don't believe that it's this cookie cutter way of fitting in. I think we're all meant to agitate you know, each other a little bit in the spirit, not irritate, but maybe agitate a little bit so that we can grow and not stay so stagnant and and stuck in our comfort zone. So maybe this podcast will do that for you a little bit. I think it will do it for me, but yeah, sink or swim. (laughs) Oh man. So I'm retired. I think you have to put it in context. You know, what does retired really mean? It just means that I'm not going in day out and, you know, day in and day out into an office to build somebody else's dreams and revolving my life around their rules and regulations. I'm 29 years old. I retired at 27. Some people like to think that statement's really funny. To me, it means I have the freedom to work how I want to work. And I mean that. And it took me a lot to get there. And man, there were so many pitfalls and so many mistakes and so many lessons. I paid a lot of life tuition. We're going to talk about that, but let's, let's like literally rewind back to my job at the bank (laughs) because, you know, it's funny that I ended up there anyways. And, um, maybe some of you guys relate to this in that I feel like sometimes you find yourself in this career and you're like, how did, how did I even get here? Before I worked at the bank, I worked at the gym. So I wore you know, trainers and, and, and spandex or Under Armour, you know, yoga, yoga pants. And then I went to go work in this professional setting of the bank. And how, how interesting, how funny is that? It just goes to show you that, you know, some, some of us, we feel like we fit into this mold for the longest time and we're meant to go kind of step into something else to figure out another part of us, because it turned out I was actually really, really good at my job at the bank. I was really good. I set records for loan origination dollars. I set records for accuracy. I set records for, I mean, I set records. I was good at it. But I did not ever in a million years think I would be good at that. And so the lesson there, ding, 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 number one first lesson is you might be good at something that you never expect to be. And it's interesting, you know, I went into the banking industry and I still lived in Canada at that point. For those of you who don't know, I was born in Canada, moved to Seattle with my parents when I was about seven years old and did you know made just made some choices in late high school and college that caused me to need to take some space for myself, figure myself out. I dealt with a, a very serious injury, not in terms of what really actually happened, but in terms of the effect it had on my body and the recovery time. Very serious and put me through a lot of, I think, just mental turmoil that I needed to I needed to have a change, you know? Have you ever just needed to have a change of scenery and See if you can start all over again, reinvent yourself with a group of people you haven't made so many mistakes with. I mean, I pushed everybody away. I burned bridges, bridges that I definitely should have burned. Then, you know, bridges that just got caught up in the fire. So I went away and went to go live in Canada and I did some serving, uh, bartending. I, you know, I did some night lounge kind of stuff. 
I ended up um, working for Jim, and then I ended up working at the bank. <laughs> well, credit union. And uh, yeah, you know, it was a, it was an interesting experience. Like I said, I, I was good at it. Um, I was really good at it. I was noticed. I was valued while I was producing. And then I wanted to move up, you know. I wanted to go to the next level. And unfortunately, I was pushed down, <laughs> submerged back down under. I had a little bit of some animosity towards the leadership that was supposed to be developing and supporting me. And yet they were keeping me down, paying me way under my value for what I was doing for them and for what I had done. Even in such a short time, crushing the space for someone who had been in the industry for two years versus 20 years. And that's not set out of ego. I've learned it's important to celebrate yourself. Like, don't apologize for being successful. You know, ding, 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 ding. Lesson number two, don't apologize for being successful and don't feel guilty for it. And don't feel guilty for wanting to do the very best you can and be paid for it. Right around the same time, I I was starting to, man, that's a whole nother long story. We'll save that for another episode starting to see somebody who was back in the States and it was unofficial until it was official. <laughs> and until my, you know, feels got caught up. We thought we were really great for each other. I ended up moving back to the States. I mean, I think everybody and their mother and their dog thought this man and I would get married. I mean, I was so close with his family. He was close with mine. We met through my sister actually and we just had this very intertwined life together. So I moved back to the States and I always said, I mean, I told him straight away, I will not, I'm not making this move just because of you, because if I am and it doesn't work out, I'll resent you forever. Ding, ding, ding. Lesson number three, never make a decision for someone else that you will resent them for if it doesn't go according to plan, because it's out of your control. It's out of your control what they're going to do. Okay. Humans have free will. I, to this day, truly believe that I was supposed to move back to the States. And I'm, I'm glad that I did. You know, I, I did. I left a lot of people behind that I love. Maybe behind isn't the right word, but sometimes it feels like it. Because I don't get to see them very often. And now we're, you know, in this crazy time of quarantine where I can't even go across the border easily. Anyways, it's just wild. But I moved there and I loved it. We had a good, we had a fun time building a home and building a life together. And I end up working for this other credit union. What a strange experience. This credit union is fully digital. So I'm doing all the things that I wanted to do. The place I worked before, I'm being paid better for it. I mean, I got paid well there until some young whippersnappers came in with less experience and started getting paid near me just because of the timing of when they were entering the industry is kind of crazy. And I think that's something that's broken in the system. But ding, 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 lesson number whatever next, get your head out of other people's lanes. Because the moment you start to compare and the moment you start to play the that's not fair game is the moment you start to get discouraged. You lose your wind, you lose your gratitude, you lose, I mean, your attitude is in the shitter. You start to become miserable. You know what I mean? And it becomes this, it creates this negativity over the office. And so, yeah, their wage isn't in your control. Unfortunately, your wage isn't really in your control either. Yeah, you could ask for a raise. I mean, they'll say no if they want to say no. And unfortunately, your fate is in their hands. And that's something, you know, that I grew to not like and not appreciate um, and not want to stick with. It became my boundary in life that I want to be able to, 
you know, create my own financial situation. And But I was actually very good at that job. I was seen as a leader and an influencer within that company. I had so many relationships. I created a massive network of interdepartmental relationships and support lines. We got things done faster. We got things done more efficiently. We got things done more accurately. We got things done more merit-based. It was amazing. It felt great. And it felt awesome to be celebrated and valued. But ding, 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 lesson number probably five. (laughs) Don't put your validation in other people's hands. What goes up must come down. And I don't mean that in a pessimistic way. I mean that in a very realistic way, which is can't be 200% forever. Eventually, you're going to need some time for you. You're going to reflect. You're going to reassess. You're going to want different things. Things are going to shift. I don't think that the nine to five corporate world is very friendly or forgiving to that phase of life. I don't think that it accommodates the shifting that most people need to do in their life as they figure more about themselves out and they change just directions and they change and and their and their lives change and their lifestyles change. You know, they have a family, they have children, they have, you know, they get married they want to relocate or whatever it is. I think, you know, a a lot of it just creates these constraints on, all right, I'm going to be doing this forever, here forever. And that's how I felt. I felt kind of trapped. But the interesting thing about that whole career is I was just kind of thrown to the wolves. (laughs) I was thrown to the wolves. On my first day in the branch, we were so short-staffed. I had been taught, you know, a few things, but for the most part, I had to jump right on, figure it out, okay? I had resources, I had the same resources as everyone else. I obviously didn't have the same amount of experience. I obviously didn't have the same amount of exposure to the particular company and, and, and financial products, but I had to figure it out. I had a branch that had, I think, someone out on paternity leave. I had somebody, you know, we had somebody who was sick. I mean, this particular day, we had probably three people working when there was spaces for seven. And there was definitely the demand of seven as far as members and people coming in who wanted and needed different services. And so I had to figure it out. That created a great foundation of me being able to get innovative and explore a little bit within my role and my set of skills. But it was sink or swim. And I chose swim. Now, fast forward, our branch lead decided that he wanted to go into a different role and we kind of found out so and so's leaving i was put up for the role of taking him didn't expect it wasn't preparing for it didn't think i wanted to go into that level of leadership it just so happened that the manager of the branch ended up going on vacation i don't remember if it was i kind of shifted into it and shifted into it quickly recreation or business, but she's gone for a month. And so without really having any kind of training in this new role, I just had to figure it out. (laughs) I just had to figure it out. And I had, you know, the respect of the other employees within the branch, but we had so many shit storms occur that we just had to be resourceful and figure it out. It was sink or swim every day and we chose swim. Um, We chose swim, we chose swim, we chose swim. The whole reason I'm telling you all of this stuff is because there's this incredible quote, the same water that you boil an egg in that makes it soft makes the potato hard. 
It's just, it's what you're made of. And you'll have no idea what you're made of until you put yourself in the circumstance. So I'm not saying throw yourself in the fire. Sometimes we fear the unknown and we have no idea what we're made of. Throw yourself in the water sometimes and just see you have to refuse to sink. You have to have others around you who will not let you sink. Over time, those the, the, the level of those people is going to change. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't ever believe that someone will choose you before themselves. And I don't, again, I don't mean that pessimistically. I mean it realistically in that if you can, you know, swim. We all have different paths, different opinions, different experiences, different conditioning in life. We all have different reactions to things. And I mean, ding, 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 lesson number six. I, I honestly think, you know, the best thing that you can do is learn to respond versus react. But we're humans. To think that everybody around you that you hold so close and near and dear to you is going to be near and dear to you forever. It's naive. Our lives will change and go in different directions. We will believe in different things. We will learn that some people are here for chapters. Some people are here for seasons. Some people are here for life. Some people are here for a few days. You will always learn something by being in proximity with another human being if you're paying attention and you're being mindful. There's opportunities all around us to learn from different walks of life. Opportunities for us to learn from walks of life that we will never, ever, ever experience. And it was all about learning to be an active listener and, and listen to people as they experience, as they explained and shaped, shared their lifestyle with you so that you could take those pieces and be a vessel of value, you know, um, really be that conduit that says, hey, this might not be for me, but it's for somebody else. And I think that's beautiful. I think, you know, to conclude this episode, my whole about sharing these things with you guys, because I could just leave this on private and listen to them myself later on purpose. But the whole point I'm sharing it with you guys is because I just want somebody's life to be better off because I'm here. The more of that that I've experienced, the more addicted I become to that result. The more it's not, it's a non-negotiable now to quit. It's a non-negotiable to say, hey, I don't want to get up and inspire people anymore at any level. I'm not willing to stop doing that. It humbles you so much to realize like none of this is ours. None of this is ours. Sure, I look at my house, I look at my space, and I see all of this stuff that I earned. I earned it. I'm, I'm proud of my clutter. <laughs> it's None of it's mine. It was paid for with a resource that is money. It's here for me to use while I'm on earth. God provided it for me to be able to live the life to the best of my ability because it was a gift. But lesson number seven, this life was given to you as a gift. And when you give somebody a gift, don't you want them to enjoy it? You know, treat God with the same respect. He gave you this gift, this, this gift of life to enjoy, to truly enjoy. And to hopefully at the end, when you take your last breath, not have any potential left in your body or any regrets that you didn't do the best you could when you realize there was this divide in time where you say, all that's in the past. It is what it is. I can't change it. Spending energy there does not serve me. I'm going to live in the now with respect to the future because all I want to do 
is do the very best I can. And when I hit that moment where I'm taking my last breath, whether I know it or not, I just want to not die with any potential left in my body. If you can live your life that way, whatever that looks like to you, I just want you to do whatever makes you happy. That has taken time for me to be able to say unconditionally. And I mean that. So thanks for listening, guys. This is just episode one. It's going to be raw and real. It's not going to be polished. It's not going to be perfect. As with anything in life, in order to be great, you got to be good. In order to be good, you got to be bad. And in order to be bad, you got to start somewhere. So here we go. This is what we're doing. I could have waited till I had everything in place. Or I could have picked up my phone, turned on the Anchor app on a random Saturday, I think it is. When you're tired, you don't know what day it is anymore. And I could have just started talking. I encourage you in whatever you're doing, whatever you're pondering to take the next step in your life to do that. Just start. Just take the leap. Successful people make decisions quickly. They make effective. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I am so excited for where this was going to go and hope you have an amazing day whenever you listen to this. Peace.